My name is Brendan Patrick. This is Super. Oh my god. Say hello to my swamp ass. <laughs> hello! <laughs> hey everyone. I want to be silenced. <laughs> my name is Brendan Patrick, and uh, who do I have today? Me! <laughs> it's me, uh, Mario. <laughs> <laughs> We're doing really good already. We fucked up already. Great. Um, Hard trophy. Wow. She's eating ice cream. <laughs> so today we are going to be talking about a book called Dreadna. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. I fucked up already. No. a bi-weekly podcast <laughs> pertaining to books about the LGBT community. Oh, no. We have to say the name of the podcast or else people won't know what they clicked on oh. in their app. Oh, God. Um, yes, uh, today we're talking about a book called Dreadnought by April Daniels. And should I just start off by reading the book, the back, the back of the book? Please try. Just, yep. All right. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Danny Tozer has a problem. She just inherited the powers of Dreadnought, the world's greatest superhero. Until Dreadnought fell out of the sky and died right in front of her, Danny was trying to keep people from finding out that she's transgender. But before he expired, Dreadnought passed his mantle on to her. And those secondhand superpowers transformed Danny's body into what she's always thought it should be. Now there's no hiding that she's a girl. <laughs> I'm only laughing because I'm not fucking up yet. <laughs> It should be the happiest time of her life, but Danny's first weeks finally living in a body that fits her, more difficult and complicated than she could have ever imagined. Between her father's dangerous obsession with curing her girlhood, girlhood, I almost did it. There we her, are. Her girlhood. Her best friend suddenly acting like he's entitled to date her, and her fellow superheroes arguing over the place in their rank. Oh, no. Over. And her fellow superheroes arguing over her place in their ranks, Danny feels like she's in over her head. She doesn't have time to adjust. Dreadnought's murderer, a cyborg named Newtopia, still haunts the street. Haunts? Yeah, haunts. 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 Still haunts the streets of Newport City, threatening destruction. Danny can't sort through the confusion of coming out, master her powers, and stop Utopia in time. Humanity faces extinction! <laughs> Fuck it up. Alright. So, fam. Um, we have Sophie here with us. Uh, I'm here as well, if you didn't notice. And um, we also have our manager, Ben. Hello, my name is Ben. It's me, Ben. Um, ben, what do you do for a living other than manage us? For a living? Yeah. I'm What's... an assistant kindergarten teacher in North Philly. Uh-huh. If the students don't call me Ben, they call me Miss Joy. <laughs> 
Nurse Joy. I'm calling you Nurse Joy from now on. You can also call me Nurse Joy. I'll respond to literally anything, to be honest with you. <laughs> don't say that. Yeah, no, uh-uh. We don't like that. You respond to your given name. Or names that And by that I mean the, the name you gave yourself. <laughs> yes, Ben. Or that I gave you. Two seconds ago. Perfect. Um, we did it. Great. There's the episode. <laughs> There's our episode. <laughs> um, great. So, uh, Sophie, is there anything that you want to start off with? <laughs> What's happening? I'm reading my notes. So. Oh, I was like, what are you looking at? Amazing. Uh, step one, the first uh-huh. chapter is like, it's here where it's like, it starts and you're just like, you're there. No, it's, it's like, literally it's like, okay, here's the main character action sequence. Truly. And you know, it's funny. Um, I feel like we haven't read any books that immediately jump right into like, there it is. <laughs> There's a lot of this. Whoop, there it is. It's very, uh, whoop, there it is. Actually. It's going to be, we're peeking. We're, we're going to peek <laughs> the microphone. Clap quieter. <laughs> yes. The microphone's going to get up and walk away from us and be like, when you two are done, I'll come back to the room. Miss <laughs> Joy's going to walk out with the microphone. Oh, no. The kids are being too loud. Um, yeah, that's my, that's it. My second note. <laughs> that's in, it. That's the tweet. That's all. That's all I got. <laughs> my second note in all caps is Calamity is such a good name. Um. Okay. So like every time I read Calamity, I was thinking of Calamity Jane and I don't remember yes. what that, what is that from? It's like an old West character. Mm-hmm. Is it? I feel like it's like a thing that happened in like media recently. I think it's just like an old Western character. <laughs> Theory. Um, so main character is Danny. Yes. Um, she's trying to live her life and buy some nail polish, and then a superhero dies in front of her. <laughs> yeah, like, truly falls to the ground. <laughs> you know when you're minding your own business, and you're then something falls out of the sky, and you're like, fuck, I have to deal with this, don't I? <laughs> um, it's like when you're paying your rent. Um, <laughs> <laughs> she takes it to, like, a whole nother level, though, because it's like, oh, this superhero died in front of me. I'm not just going to, like chill and like help him she literally like drags his body like into an alleyway and Mm -hmm. I'm like he's a grown ass man she's dragging (laughs) literally dragging this grown ass man By his wig. Doing full makeup on him in the in the alley. She, she was like, come on, sweetie. You're doing great, You sweetie. gotta bake the face. No, um, none of that happened. I'm so sorry. She, uh, Dreadnought literally gets blasted in the chest and lands next to her in a parking garage. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a conversation and Dreadnought is basically just like, you know what? I, I, guess, I think he's just like, fuck this. Yeah. Because I've... It, no, I'm pretty sure he's like, I know I'm dying. Yeah. You have this. Exactly. I can't. Um, <laughs> and hands it off to her. And Calamity is watching this happen. <laughs> Mighty Belch. <laughs> Calamity is watching this happen. And uh, it's basically like, oh, cat scared me. Uh, <laughs> moving animals. Um, Calamity is basically like uh, Danny. It's weird saying Danny. Because I feel like I'm using a masculine name because that's my brother's name. So every time I'm like, oh, oh my god, it? I'm misgendering you. That was weird because I feel like all the people who I know who have like a Dan name, like mm-hmm. Danielle or Daniel or anything, yeah. they're all like named Danny, but a lot of them are like women. Yeah. And it's only because of like my it's brother's like name is Danny. With a yeah. Perfect. Every time I say Danny, I'm like, this is wrong. I'm misgendering you because I'm thinking of my brother. But. Um, 
Calamity is basically like Danielle's uh, like superhero like buddy. Calamity is a perfect angel. She's a vigilante, so she's not associated with the fancy, fancy superheroes. Who she's takes- a great character. Oh, so like this whole, su- the whole like universe has like an established superheroes. Like the Avengers exist, basically. Yeah. There's like a. It's everything is like a slightly not version of like characters already exist. There's mm-hmm. like one point where they're like talking about like some guy who's a superhero and he's like he doesn't really have any powers but he's really really rich so he could just buy lots of gadgets yeah he's batman batman yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and val valkyrie i keep saying valkyrie because i know that but valkyrie yeah Yeah. is that that's right yeah there's a j is there yeah i listened to the book i don't know how to read they say valkyrie (laughs) yeah oh because every time i read i'm like this seems wrong i think so where's the j Where's the J? Oh my god. Where's Valk Jerry? It, um it's it's me, Valk Jerry. Wow. I will say I really love the person who narrated the book, but they talked so slow. I listened to the whole thing at 1.5 speed. And I like I what? I usually only do that if I'm like an I gotta idiot do this. and I'm like crap we're recording tonight I have to finish this the last three hours in, in an hour like, so me reading the last 80 pages on that <laughs> step today yeah <laughs> um I normally don't do that but I literally she like talked so slow and I was it was like one chapter and I was like speed this bitch up so and like how give me an example of how slow it was I uh, it was like and then I was walking around and blah, blah, blah. It's like, because a lot of the, so the whole thing is first person, so it's a lot of, like, Danny's inner monologue. Mm-hmm. And so, like, parts of it are drawn out for a purpose because, like, she's processing things and thinking. But it was like, I looked at Valkyrie and blah, blah, blah. And then, and then, and then, and then, and it was just like, and then the person, when the she, like, modulates her voice to do male characters, and when she did some of the male characters, it was like... It was like really. What did magma sound like? (laughs) Magma was okay. Um, He, but he did have like a very deep voice. It was like, (laughs) I can't do. I can't do it. I don't know why, but like when I was reading about magma, I was like, oh, he sounds hot, (laughs) but not like not like figuratively. Like wow, temperature. I'm just like. He's definitely no, a dad, and so I'm into like, it. So the superhero who's made out of, like, le- lava. Magma. He's, <laughs> molten he's magma. literally molten. He was hot. Hot he was magma. He spicy. I literally, like, We're read his description. So <laughs> it's fine. I read his description, and I was like, daddy. Um, but, uh, yeah, Calamity at, I almost said Calamity Jane. Uh, Calamity and um, Danny. <laughs> uh are like my favorite. Yes. All together, just period. Just send tweet. That's the tweet. Um, my ship. I really the the difficulties that like took place at home were really like a lot. It's a lot for Danny, and it's that's a like lot. a lot of the book. Yeah, um, it's a lot. It was it, kind of really difficult to read that because that like the chunks of that happening in the book are like more often than not, mm-hmm. and it was just difficult to like actually sit and read that and Mm. i can imagine hearing that very slowly Mm -hmm. would be like hard to listen to um but i think it's because like domestic it's domestic violence honestly uh it's like not some not something i was expecting sophie's one cat is really turned on by oh yeah you're eating my no no you're good you're good she chasing a bug no she was eating my shoe oh okay we don't do that I'm 
Yes, my feet smell great. Um, but uh, I well, the thing I was thinking because they're at the beginning, um, when Danny's like in her monologuing and talking. I mean, I think <laughs> they say it like. <laughs> I think, I mean, she's saying it in a not extremely serious way, but she does, like, mention suicide, like, once or twice. Mm -hmm. And then there's, like, a lot of, like, really, like, harsh language, especially, like, from her father. And, like, coming from reading Brave Face, where they literally were, like, there was two trigger warnings at the beginning of the book where, like, we're going to talk about some shit. Yeah. This one is just kind of, like, nah, fuck it. We're not going to warn you at all. Doesn't that put in perspective the, like... Not that April, obviously, like, I can imagine this is difficult to write. Well, no, I think the thing that freaked me, I think I got freaked out so much by Braveface because there were so many trigger warnings at the beginning Mm -hmm. that I was like, oh, this is going to be, like, really hard to listen to because I'm so used to, like, every queer fiction just, like, having that. Skirting over it. It's already in there. Like, it's inherent in the text. Like, Mm -hmm. it's going to happen. So, like, you don't need to be warned about it. So, like, it was just very strange to, like, go from one to the other. Yeah, because Braveface, I think, did itself like justice by doing that no yeah it was all warranted definitely and then when it happens in the book because it doesn't happen immediately so when danny goes home uh obviously we can't spoil like everything well okay so but the like literally in the first chapter of the book yeah so it's also set on the back of the book it's also in the book part of inheriting um dreadnought's mantle danny has goes through like some kind of like crazy vortex and when she comes back comes awake she realizes that her body is biologically female, mm-hmm. which is, like, groundbreaking because she's a trans girl. So she's freaking the fuck out. Yeah. And then she has to go home and talk to her parents yep. as a biological woman. And they don't believe that it's it's her because they're like, Wh- whoever you are, whatever our son put you up to. And mm-hmm. it's like, you hear, obviously, because it's first person? Third person? First person. First person. This one. I was saying, I was like, no, that's wrong. Um, because it's first person, you hear, obviously, all of Danny's thoughts. And it's just... A little squeak. Um, it's very hard for her to be like, no, this is me. And, like, she doesn't necessarily, like, immediately come out. She's just like, oh, a villain did this to me. Like, this thing happened. Right. Um, because she can't come out and say it yet because she doesn't... She's still processing it. And it's something that she's always been. She's always been transgender. She's always been a girl, but she was in a boy's body. Mm-hmm. And it was... I can imagine the difficulty that Danny was having at the beginning, like, on the bus ride home, mm-hmm. where she's, like, giddy and trying to, like, keep herself calm, even though, like, someone had to die for this to happen for right. her. People are finding out on the bus ride that, like, Dreadnought is dead, even though Dreadnought is now her. Mm-hmm. And they don't know yet, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's sitting there, and, like, people are, like, freaking out around her, and she's, like, trying to contain, like, laughter and, like, soft crying to herself because she's so excited about, like, this this literally magical thing that happened for her. Mm-hmm. And it's just, when she gets home, it's just kind of like, let's crush that! <laughs> yeah. Yes, dad. Thank you, Sophie. Um, but uh, yeah, that's and the stuff that happens at home. Like I was saying, a lot of the language doesn't start happening until like her best friend from school finds out. Because well, there's she, sorry. No, it's okay. There's a lot of um, things where like you hear the dialogue of the characters, and then 
um, it'll kind of like break off and you just hear Danny's narration and say something like, like my dad says like a bunch of terrible things to me, blah, 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 like mm. horrible words come out of his mouth, blah, 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 just, just describing like the sentiment of it. And then later it'll be like, she'll be thinking about it and it'll be like the direct quote. And it's like a lot of really triggering like slurs and yep. shit. It's distressing. I always feel like I've heard everything until I've like read it again. And then yeah. I'm like, Oh, that word exists. Yeah. Um, because I guess living in the place that I do, I don't hear those words. Um, because if anyone in my household ever said those things, um, <laughs> exactly, uh, that wouldn't that wouldn't happen. Yeah. But obviously, I'm fully out to my family. I'm also like, I'm, I I I guess there's no further coming out for me. I didn't get turned into a different gender by mm-hmm. a superhero passing their power on to me. And have to explain something that, like, you weren't ready to talk about yet because you were planning and waiting until you were 18. Mm-hmm. And uh, it just kind of, like, I guess the the problem with the stuff at home, like, starts sinking into school as well because they start kind of syncing up where mm-hmm. Danny wasn't allowed to go to school because their parents were like, oh, we need to figure this out first. We're going to see if we can get you changed back. Right. And she's like, I don't really, like... It's not going to happen. And she's realizing that, like, while she's at the doctor's office, like, their parents trying to, like, explain to the doctors, like, oh, this thing happened to my, my son. Can you switch mm-hmm. him back? Like, the, the language is really gross, especially because we know they're trans. The parents don't. Yeah. Just yet. Right. Right. There's a definitely, like, a weird, interesting dynamic that happens specifically at the doctor's office because, like, there's jump very quickly into talking about like hormone therapy and trying to transition her back into male mm-hmm. and it's just like so fucking strange because there's no possible way that like if she were to come out as trans that that would be like even like something that her parents would consider doing for her as like giving her like estrogen and stuff yeah and it's just like baffling yeah because uh <clears throat> later in the book um she has a conversation with her mom where, like, her mom says, like, oh, at one point when you were a kid, you asked if you could be a princess. Mm-hmm. And you were, like, a little kid. And she doesn't remember this happening. And her mom was like, I always wondered what would happen if you were a girl. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's an interesting dynamic that happens specifically with her mom. Because her father's always kind of painted as, like, a negative figure. Like, he's, like, even before you meet him, you're kind of like, okay, he's, like, a shitbag. He's, like, super abusive. They, he shouts What do they call the him? Mount... Uh, Mount Screamer. Yeah, Mount Screamer. Um, Mount Screamer. Even, like, before anything is, like, brought up, he's just, like, very verbally abusive to, like, both her and her mom. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and then there's, like, a moment where... Um, while they're trying to figure out what to do, they go, sh- her and her mom go shopping together and they like buy bras together. And it, she, she thinks they have this like really amazing day where they're like bonding and she like yep. thinks that her mom accepts her. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it just is like absolutely heartbreaking later when she's like, well, I just wanted you to be like comfortable with the situation that you had, but I know that, you know, you're a boy still. And it's like, it sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I think, like, out of the hardships in the book, I think the most difficult thing is, like, the stuff that happens at home. And as you're reading the book, like, there's a lot of really shitty things that happens. Like, her time with the Legion, which is basically, like, um, Super Friends, if you will. It's the Super Friends. It's the Super Friends, but um, 
the majority of them are terrible. There's a caterpillar on the floor. Hold on. There's a caterpillar on the floor? It is a beautiful caterpillar. Oh my god, save the caterpillar. Uh, no, it's fine. Bucks, yeah. so... If you don't spoilers. want to hear, yeah, if you don't want to hear any sort of spoilers, we obviously won't get book. like too in depth in them. But like, there's a fucking turf, and it's J.K. Rowling dressed up as a well, witch. Well, the fucking okay, so <laughs> yeah, Brendan, <laughs> we're not talking about J.K. Rowling. <laughs> nope. Um, no. So the thing is, is her name is Greywick, and she Greywick, Grey Witch, and mm-hmm. she's basically like an enchantress esque character. Mm-hmm. So she is like still like a superhero, but has like mystical powers, and it's just like she's so like new age, like fucking feminist turf garbage that I, I wanted to scream so loud. I was not <laughs> expecting that in this book, mm-hmm. but. I guess I should have because it's a conversation. Well, I wasn't expecting it from the superheroes. No, and that's the thing. Like, you're expecting the super friends to be the super friends, and then you meet them, and you realize, like, when Dreadnought falls in front of her, um, she describes him. She's like, it's so weird. Like, the way that he is in, like, photographs and portraits is much different, and his voice is, like, a little bit higher pitched than I remember it being. Like, he is usually much more gruff. And as he's talking to me, he just, like, seems like a person. Yeah. And you know when your parents, like, seem invincible to you as a kid, and then as you get older, you realize that they're just human beings and that they are, like, just like us, there are a lot of flaws that they have. Uh Yeah, like, I don't think that she went into this thinking that they were going to be anything other than the super friends, because that's exactly what, that's like the Avengers. You go in thinking they're going to be amazing mm-hmm. and then you meet them and you realize that Tony Stark's a turf yeah Tony Stark is a turf <laughs> unless it comes to Peter Parker and then everyone wants to protect Peter Parker oh yeah <laughs> a turf for everyone but Peter Parker <laughs> but um it, I think that like it's an imme- like immediately like the wool is like pulled back and it's just yeah. like look at these group of idiots mm-hmm. um, I feel like that's uh, kind of like a common stream with like anything that's like a meta superhero narrative though where mm-hmm. once you get into the like um, like established superheroes who are like more like they are aligned with like the government and they follow the rules and they're like mm-hmm. the I'm gonna keep making Avengers references they're like <laughs> the Tony Stark because uh-huh. he wants to like regulate with the government and stuff and mm-hmm. you realize that they're like actually maybe not good people because there's like a weird line of like you are technically like a person that's elevated from regular citizens and you want to protect them and you have like the ability to do stuff but you also need to be regulated because you're like more powerful and it's like this weird line of like how much do you want to be controlled Mm -hmm. and how much is big brother watching yeah there's a lot of that and it's there's a large portion of the book with calamity calamity is what they call a gray cape So a white cape is what, like, the Legion is. So they're the quote-unquote good guys. Great capes are someone that floats in the middle. They do things that might be, like, questionable, but they do it for the greater good, it seems. Mm -hmm. So, like, they will kill someone if it benefits the greater good, it seems. And then there's black capes. Which is the bad guys. Yeah, they're the bad guys. Um, And Calamity is... And does not have any qualms saying it. She's, like, right in the middle. Mm-hmm. She does things that might be questionable for someone else's morals, but if they benefit the greater good, 
Like, mm-hmm. hurting someone during an interrogation. Mm-hmm. Good cop, bad cop, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the book is Danny trying to figure out, like, what if she's going to be a superhero, what kind of superhero is she going to be? Or, right. like, where does she fit into all of this? And Calamity, I think, is a really interesting character because she kind of, like... The idea of the Legion is that they're always right and they're the good guys. They're the good guys. They're the white capes. Right. Like, nothing they do is bad. Mm-hmm. And then you find out from someone who's, like, uh, a gray cape, who's, like, lower tier, isn't, like, a quote-unquote superhero, mm-hmm. is a vigilante, that the Legion isn't all that good and that they make questionable choices themselves. So, like, is there really anything such as, like, an actual white cape? Mm-hmm. And I think that's what kind of makes, like, Danielle's... And Calamities, whose real name is Sarah, uh, like, so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's what also makes, like, the Legion interesting. Because there are some that are good, and then there are some, like, Grey Witch, who just make me want to set myself on fire. She's a fucking nightmare. Like, She's on, such, uh, she is such a good, uh, like, a good representation of a term, though. Yeah, like, true. And you know She's funny? a great representation of a horrible human being that exists in the fucking world. Exactly. And are constantly, like, yep. existing. I literally, I didn't expect something like this to exist in the book. Mm-hmm. But as soon as it happened, I was like, why didn't I think this would happen? Right. Because for every person, it seems, like, in the world, that, like, for every one, like, every three of them, there's, like, one mm-hmm. fucking dumb turf that's, like... Yeah, all of my friends may accept you, but, like, you're, like, a blood traitor. And you're, like, she used the phrase raping women when, like, trans people... I was, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, trans people are just existing. They're doing nothing to you, but they're raping women by existing. Like, are you fucking kidding me? She also does... She's, like, a fucking nightmare because she also, like, intentionally misgenders Danny all the time. Yep. And it's just, like... It is literally calls her literally, Daniel. Literally, I her argument is like, I can see where your chromosomes are, and they are not like female. Therefore, you're because, not a woman. And like it's the thing infuriating. is, there's a point in the book where, like, after the Legion finds out that Danny gets these superpowers, mm-hmm. they ask her to come to the Legion, and they give her a physical. Even though she literally just got one from, like, a quote-unquote normal doctor, like, earlier right. that day. Well, they have... I mean, there's a specific doctor that works with all of the, like, metahumans, so... Doctor she, Impossible! She's great! I love Doctor Impossible <laughs> so much! Um, um, she... Yeah, so she's, like, if, if an, nothing I'm else, I want to, like, examine, like, you, because I'm familiar with how Dreadnought was previously. Obviously, yep. you're a different person, like, you're just a different physical body, mm. but... You have Dreadnought's mantle, so we want to see, like, if there are similarities with the powers and, yep. like, on just, like, literally, like, a chemical level, like, what's happening. Yep. Um, and because they do the, like, MRI CAT scan situation, the way that Dreadnought's body got changed is that um, outside she is, like, quote-unquote, like, a model. They describe right. Danny's beauty a lot in the book, and she's, like supposed to be this, like, beautiful young girl who's, mm-hmm. like, I I guess, like, what a magazine girl looks like. Right. They, uh, I think they explain that she gets transformed into her ideal body type, which mm-hmm. is, like, explicitly remarked as, like, not even being, like, necessarily, like, a 
attainable physical, like, mm-hmm. quote-unquote perfection, because she's literally, like, I look like a photoshopped person. Were like, they talking I about look... underwear models and how they're, like, photoshopped? Yeah, she's, like, I was literally, like, I went bra shopping with my mom, and I saw all these women on, in the, like, store, like, in the ads on the store, and they're, mm-hmm. like, she was, like, consciously, like, these, it's, this is not what a human looks like. I understand that this isn't what women actually look like. I know mm-hmm. that these people are photoshopped to look this yep. way. Um, but she still has, like, this moment of self-loathing where she's like, I turned into my physical ideal and I turned into this. And, like, why don't I think that, like, I should look some way different? Yeah. And during the MRI... I think it's hard to explain without, like, reading the specific section, mm. but um, the the change didn't change everything completely. Um, I think they brought up, like, if Danny ever wanted to have kids, they'd have to, like, her chromosomes still match that of, like, a, I guess, like, genetic boy, but, like, on the outside. What's happening? I'm sorry. Uh, I told my friend to read Carry On yesterday, and I just got a message from her that just said in all caps, BAZ! Thank God. Um, I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. <laughs> this is, like, a really difficult thing to talk about, so I'm, like, I'm stumbling. I'm here stumbling. to the moment. But on the, I guess on the outside, Danny looks like a woman, and right. it is a woman, obviously, but genetically, doc, Dr. Impossible says that her chromosomes still match that of like a, a boy. Right. Because it didn't change it everything down to like the I guess the molecular level. Right. But well there's also some kind of inclination that Danny had like um control over the transformation that was happening mm-hmm. to her. So I don't think necessarily unless like obviously she didn't know what was happening when it was happening either. Yep. So she wasn't conscious of it necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't even like I don't know like like what you would have to it's such a weird because it's like sci-fi so it's not a thing that would ever happen but if a person was consciously trying to shift their physical form to be be their physical to be their ideal yeah they wouldn't necessarily then also like consider like oh and by the way i want to make sure i have a uterus yeah that's the thing that was missing i was like what part of the body was it was different yeah so the i i think the uterus was she doesn't have one yes um her balls are there yeah that's what it was because they were Her like, testes. if you ever want, yes, if you, <laughs> balls, um, that's what I call mine. Um, I mean, the, yeah, sure, the colloquial term. Yes. <laughs> but uh, Dr. Impossible is like, if you ever want children, we would have to turn your sperm into like, egg. I, I forget the exact thing that she Yeah, said. but it would, ha- it basically would be like the same kind of thing as having like, I mean, I don't. I'm not a doctor, but mm-hmm. <laughs> neither of us are doctors. Nope. But it would basically it and that part of her physical body hasn't changed enough where she would be different than how she was previously. So Correct. it's like this kind of devastating moment for Danny. But it's all I don't know. You don't need a fucking uterus to be a woman. No, fuck that. Um, and uh, the thing that sucks is Doctor Impossible is this amazing person, mm-hmm. and brought these scans into this meeting with the Legion, mm. and this is how Grey Witch gets this information. Right. And it fucking sucks, because Danny got really comfortable with this person, because Dr. Impossible is an amazing person in general, mm-hmm. and uh, didn't realize the slip-up that happened until it was made, 
Right. And well, I don't. They also mention a lot that they haven't had any. Like this has never happened to with any previous dreadnoughts. I think yep. there's been three previous dreadnoughts. Yep. But it's also like, well, none of them were trans. So when they fit, when they switch into their ideal physical form, they just turned into like a very muscular, like masculine person because they mm-hmm. were all cis men. So it's I'm like wondering if the last dreadnought was gay. And mm. that's why some of the Legion so reacted really, definitely. really badly to um, Danny taking the mantle. What's the guy's, what's his name? Carapace. Carapace. He's like mad at Danny. Yeah. He like doesn't want to talk to her. Nope. And it's never explained. Also, misgenders <laughs> her the whole time and it's never explained and it never will be. And there's, there's another one. Sure. Um... <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> There's another one. It'll get, there's expl- this, there's it'll a, get explained in the next one. There's, this better. is set up as a trilogy, so there's a second book that's currently yes. out, and there's a third book in the works. Yes. Um, and they're they're called the Nemesis series. Yes. Which is really cool. Nemesis is one of my favorite Resident Evil characters. Cute. You're welcome. <laughs> Cute. The direct eye contact that was made with me with unflinching, like, no <laughs> smile at all. That was just, like, cute. Um, but... Uh, the thing with what was I saying? Oh, Carapace. There's the, as soon as they meet and he's weird around Danny and like Ray, which is like, oh, dreadnought can't be trans. Like, go fuck yourself. Right. Carapace is just like he keeps saying he about mm. Danny, and it's just like really annoying. And it's not as bad as Grey Witch, which is weird. Malice, I think it's mostly because he's... He's having a hard time dealing with it. It's not necessarily Danny, but it's, like, the transition of one dreadnought to another. And he obviously had, like, a very strong connection with the previous one. So he, like, is hard... He's having a hard time letting that dreadnought go. Um, And it's... I think it's, like, gay. Is he... The one who I think there's when they guy. have like the first meeting, is he the one that says like it's good to have like another queer person here? No. Who says that? That was um the chlor chloroform. Chlorophyll. Chlorophyll. I love him. Yeah. He's a little plant boy. He's basically poison ivy but a boy. Also, his sister's name is Aloe. Oh my the god! Drag queen. god. I Aloe, died when that happened. Aloe Vera, the drag queen of Philadelphia, is Chlorophyll's sister. God damn it. Alright. But I think a really interesting thing happened, um, and I wrote it down so I wouldn't forget, is that um, when they have the first meeting with everyone, and then Danny's like being introduced to everyone and is like talking about her being trans, then Chlorophyll says something like about her being queer. I think she mm-hmm. also mentions maybe something about her um, liking women, mm-hmm. and she like has like a moment where she was like, "Oh, I guess I'm like queer now. I never realized." I'm like, "Girl, you trans." You were already you were already here. You were already in our in our LGBT. Pack. Yes. Don't don't um, forget the T, Hanny. But I think it was like kind of an interesting it was like a like her brain like switched. Like obviously she's always been like a woman, but mm-hmm. she was like, Oh, well now I'm like literally physically a woman and I'm also still attracted to women, so I'm a lesbian now. I'm finally a lesbian. <laughs> it was the- And then she like she's like, So Valkyrie? Yeah. Oh my Hello? I really Who liked, only speaks in like old English. Which I loved. I love Valkyrie so much. So Doctor Impossible, Magma, and I almost said Grey Witch. Because we've been talking about her. Obviously I don't like Grey. Grey bitch. Grey, yeah, Grey Bitch is more like it. Grey faced <laughs> bitch. Um But no, uh Magma and Doctor Impossible 
I I don't like uh, chlorophyll. I do, but I mm-hmm. I like him as like a standalone character. He doesn't. He's like he's a side character. He doesn't do much. Mm-hmm. I just he reminded me of Poison Ivy, and she's my number one girl. So I don't like that carapace. Carapace. I don't like carapace only because of how he was treating Danny. And yeah, I wanted more. I understand that it's more attached to grief than anything else. I wanted more explanation. It was kind of just like yeah, it, there wasn't enough explanation to understand what was happening. Yeah, and chlorophyll is just like oh cool another queer person. We need dreadnought for money. Like <laughs> no, I nope. That's he's not very. Cool. Um, he's very type A. Yep. Focused. He, he, also, his car is very bougie. Like a cancer. He's like very like got it. I think that I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Some of you aren't cancers, and it shows. <laughs> <laughs> Whichever one is the one that's like, I we have to get the job done. We have to. Virgos. That's not. What <laughs> yeah, I was like Virgos um, are like it's crooked. <laughs> yeah, and then they do the whole job themselves because no one else can do it as well. As yeah, they I can. think cancers are like guys. We have to fit. No, everyone, we gotta fucking finish the job. Stop getting distracted. Everybody, gather round. Um, when, I don't probably. know what I'm talking about. I don't know. We're not know astrology gays. Um, <laughs> not <laughs> even once. We're just gay holes. Um, oh no! Still can't believe I tweeted that. Uh, but I. What else is there? So I. Uh, well, yeah, so on top of Danny having to deal with having superpowers, having a new body, having to deal with her fucking dad, who's a nightmare human, having to deal oh with God. her mom, who would is die. a complicit nightmare. <laughs> yes. Um, she also has her best friend. Quote, Ugh, best friend. I forgot about He's, this. I literally, my notes are like. Because the person, because he's the, that guy, the narrator who d- does the when she does the voice for David, mm-hmm. she like talks slower and is like, he just sounds really stoned the whole time. And I was like, this is funny. I like him. And then I literally have like, David sounds really stoned. This is great. And then my next note is, never mind. He's a prick. Yeah, he's terrible. <laughs> my direct next note. He's a piece of shit. He, um, there's like a whole like when Danny comes back to school and like. Is like yeah no this is me I changed body she's like oh cool so we can date now and she he's she's like what the fuck are you talking about he's like well like we're friends and now you're hot so we should date and she's Ugh. like I'm gay and he's like oh it'll be perfect and then he's because like because this ding dong is like oh you're gay so you like men it's like no I'm gay not as in like queer but more like fuck you and it's like no I like women ding dong because I'm gay which means I'm a lesbian. He's basically like a fedora milady bird. Yes. Because then she's like talking to people and she's like, I like don't understand. Like my best friend like completely abandoned me. He like called me a tranny, like all this fucking terrible shit. Yep. And then she's talking to Calamity about it. Calamity's like, yeah, he's a prick. Like he's an (laughs) asshole. He's like tried to like get with every girl in school. And when they turn him down, he has like a fucking hissy fit. Like He's an entitled piece of trash. I'm like, oh, he's that kind of dude. Yep. And it's funny because the conversation. He doesn't shower. No. The conversation (laughs) of like, oh, I never noticed it before because it wasn't happening to me. Like when I read that, I was like, I sometimes am like, I've been friends with men and like their girlfriends are like, oh my God, this person's so terrible. I'm like, what? Yeah. And it like makes me think like who, like I don't get the whole brunt of it because they think it's safe bro talk. And I was just having a conversation. <laughs> oh my god! Shadow. I was. Just, are you okay? My oh. cat. Oh, she dropped her bowl off the windowsill. Fuck <laughs> this bowl. I'm um, done. 
But uh, I was having a conversation with my friend Kara, and she was like, I think men are raised to be, like, with certain inklings where they defend men immediately. Yeah. And I've noticed it, that something happens, and it's just like, oh, well, maybe, and it's like, oh, wait, no, that's disgusting, stop. Right. And it sucks because, like, men are raised to be like that. They defend men, and it's like, women are just being crazy. Women yeah. just don't understand. Women be crazy. Did you get... Oh, there was a... Geez, are you on your period? Women be shopping. Yeah. And it's just like, did you really just pull out the period card, dude, to talk to your friend? First of all... That was disgusting. She doesn't have a uterus, so she doesn't have to deal with a period, which I think is a blessing. <laughs> um, I'm just trying to look at the silver lining of it. True. Um... That's <laughs> probably an inappropriate joke. Anyway. We can cut the majority of this That was literally out. my first thought, though. It was like, I know you're upset, but you don't have to have your period. And it's so great. That's <laughs> so great. Um, oh, no, because there's like a part where she's talking to Calamity and she's like, I don't understand. He's never acted like this way with me. Mm-hmm. And Calamity says something like, well, he didn't like you're like a woman now. And like. Danny immediately gets defensive. Was like, I've always been a woman. She's like, sure, but he has never seen you that way before. Yep. And now that's what's different. And it's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Which is like, calamity for every time that she says something wrong, she will correct herself and be like, well, this is right. what I meant by that. And I may have worded it incorrectly, but like, the, yeah, you are visibly to him now a woman and he didn't see it before. Right. And because you obviously you couldn't have this conversation with him. Right. And it raises the question of like, was this person ever really your friend? Right. And it's just like, I forgot that uh, men are disgusting. Men are trash. <laughs> yep. More of the story, men are trash. Calamity's an angel. Protect true, her. True baby She's angel. She's perfect. She, um, my favorite thing that I think, like my favorite writing in the book, like, um, my favorite like writing style that I think is specific to this kind of narrative and I haven't really seen in other things is when um, there's a lot of scenes where Danny and Calamity are like out on a stakeout and they're doing something there's like a part where they like help a, a convenience store guy who which I have a thing to say about in a second but um, there's they help a convenience store guy who's getting robbed and there's like a whole thing but then there's like a later where they're still hanging out and they go and get dinner together mm. and it like transitions to start it starts calling um like the narration starts calling calamity sarah mm-hmm. and then there's like moments later where like they're like still technically in their like hero garb but they're like having more of like a sensitive moment and it, yeah. like when it's more towards that it like switches to calling her Sarah and I think it's like a really subtle way of like going back and forth between her also when she's calamity she She talks in a southern accent southern accent and I think it's the cutest thing in the world and you know it's funny um I just calamity Jane is like a cowgirl so like perfect love that um I think the I think I love the like subtle like when you know that she's not talking in the southern accent when the, yeah. when Danny calls her, which is, I mean, it was obviously Sarah. easy for me to listen yeah. when because the narrator will like not do the southern accent mm-hmm. for sp- specific dialogue, but like in the text itself, it like transitions. Yeah, yeah. which is I I think a really nice soft touch too, um, because there are important parts where it's like calamity wouldn't do this for Danny, right? It's Sarah because Sarah is almost like if we were to split them into... They're like two different people. Right. One will step in where the other one falls short. Right. And I think that's the really cool thing about Calamity is that 
she is this like badass, like amazing, mm-hmm. like vigilante, but will take Danny out makeup shopping and explain like this is why you want this. You don't want black mascara because you're blonde. You want to get brown because mm-hmm. it's not going to be like crazy looking. You bringing me to Sephora. <laughs> Me bringing you into me forcing you to shop. Me like running towards like lime green eyeshadow (laughs) and like navy blue lipstick, and you're just taking out my hand and going, No, 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 no. (laughs) I mean, that could be what we're not gonna do. (laughs) What you're not gonna do. And then just gently taking the like fluorescent green eyeshadow out of my hand and putting like a neutral Smashbox palette into my hand. And then just like every time I ask Sophie what eyeshadow she has on, it's Smashbox. It's the it's the like neutral Smashbox palette that you told me to buy. Every time. I, it has it has like a variety of shades. They're just like really nice neutrals that you recommended to me. As a drag queen, I know how to do really soft, um, beautiful um, makeup. Um, I have one point, and I don't know whose fault it is, but I had one part where I was like... <laughs> I have something to talk about, and I don't know who I'm yelling about it. Uh, it was the one thing where I was like, this is... I don't know if I like this, because mm-hmm. the book is very good. Um, and I think it handles very difficult topics very, very well. Mm-hmm. And I don't know whose fault this is. I don't know if it was whoever directed the audiobook or it was the person who narrates it or who. But there's a part where they talk to a man who runs a convenience store and he is not given a single description at all about what he looks like or where he's from. And yet that person has an Indian accent. And it was very upsetting to listen to. <gasps> no! <laughs> oh like, my out God. Of no, for no reason. They uphooed him? Yeah. I don't know whose fault it was. But that was it the needs one thing fixed. about The Simpsons that was like really fucked up. And The one thing? Well, I mean, like. When you're a kid, you don't realize, like, why Why is this person in particular Well, also, it's a white person doing the voice for him, so that's exactly. a whole other issue. But, yeah, no, it just, like, was... Un- I was like, you didn't have to do that. He could literally have just been a dude. He could yep. have just been a regular person, but you gave him, like, Who did, a- the, who did the audiobook? I don't... Well, I don't know. Well, so that's the thing. Like, I don't know if it was a person who was narrating it, who made that choice, if it was whoever was directing her in the booth that made that choice, if mm-hmm. it was... I, like, I don't know whose fault it was, but someone told her to do an Indian accent for the convenience store owner, and it is upsetting. That's really fucked up. The rest of the book's great, though. The narration's very good. Except for the talking very slow thing, which is just a me thing, because I'm from Jersey and I talk really fast. (laughs) So you talk like James Charles, is what you're telling me. Oh, God, no. (laughs) Um. Okay, sisters. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, sisters. Um, I'm going to go throw myself out of your window uh, for doing that. Every time I say, hey, sisters, I, cr- I, act- I actively cringe into myself. Um, I'm like a collapsing star at this point. If I, I mean, honestly, if I'm doing it, it's just me impersonating other YouTubers who do it because they're making fun of James Charles. So it's like a weird meta triple impersonation that's happening. A very meta human of you. Oh. Um, yeah, that that is like. I think I'm done talking about this because everything else I want to talk about would just be like, and then in the very last chapter, something bad happens. Fuck! <laughs> um, Utopia is. Let me lean in real quick. Fucked up. <laughs> She's fucked up, fam. Um, I will say this definitely has like the last act, like big, like fight scene mm-hmm. aesthetic. The last, like, literally the last 80 pages. I'm not kidding you. This book is very short and it's funny because I like looked at it the other day. I was like, how are they going to accomplish anything? I had that too. And this I was, amount of pages, I was it's looking 281 at my phone. pages, which is like 
how how is this possible? And then it hits like two oh three, and it's just like, guess what, bitches? <laughs> I was having the exact same moment because I was listening to it, and I was like, there's only an hour left in this audiobook, and there's not a lot. Like, there's no. so much that needs to be resolved. What the fuck? And then suddenly it was like, big fight scene. Here we go. Everyone's in trouble. Let's go. And it's a nightclub, and then it's an airplane, and then it's another nightclub, and another nightclub, and another airplane. That one interview with Lady Gaga. There's some, like, Gundams. There's some, like, it's some... There's there some, are some Gundams! There's some fucking big mechs that come in last night. There's, like, yes. a giant robot mm-hmm. fight. Yes, ma'am. It's there's crazy. also a really cool cop at the end who's just like, hey, it's me. And I'm like, why is this significant? <laughs> it's probably going to be. I'm sure it's going to be significant in the... I loved yeah. it. That also was strange for a different reason. The narr- for some reason the dialogue with for that cop, they gave him a speech impediment. It was a woman. It was. I think so. Oh, it's supposed God. to be a woman. She's like, yeah, the ad- like the adrenaline's happening, and she's like, oh, oh I thought it was me crying. Okay, so it definitely. I think they tried to give them like a classic, like I'm a detective. <laughs> see, like that kind it's of accent. It's me, Detective it Putnam. Just, it sounded like they were trying to give. That, it sounded like they had a speech impediment. It's. <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with this voice actor? It sounded like. Um, this isn't Jim Dale. It just. They, she sounded like she couldn't pronounce R's correctly. It was like. This is supposed to be New York. Yeah. Yeah, they probably. It was didn't. like it was like they took the weird like very like escalated like New York Brooklyn accent detective like film noir accent to like mm-hmm. a whole another level. It was very weird. Yeah, because the detective in Lucifer doesn't have an accent at all. Oh, and that's like. That's my like that's level the jumping of, off point. For yeah, everything, exactly. So. If you don't have the same voice as Detective Decker or Lucifer for that matter, I don't want to hear. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. Um. Yeah, everything else that we could talk about is going to literally ruin the book for you. So uh, you need to go out and get Dreadnought. We, I got the only book that we've read that I have not gotten from Barnes Noble specifically. Yeah. Got this from Amazon, um, and I love the cover art, which is a Barnes and Noble company. It is. I think I think Amazon owns Barnes and Noble. Don't Do they? they? Interesting. I could be making. Why it are my Barnes and Noble stocks worth nothing then? Maybe not. <laughs> The cover it is beautiful. It's really beautiful. Also, the texture. Feel the texture of the book. You're here to actually talk about the book with me. Oh my god, a book! Um, it's giving What's me this? like this like silhouette of a superhero with like Truly. A, um like a cute Bob is giving me some like Miss bisexual Marvel. Bisexual Bob. Bisexual Bob is giving me some like Miss Marvel feelings. This is like some Truly. Kamala Harris like shit. Um, that's not. What the fuck is Miss Marvel's last name? It's Kamala something. Anyway, <laughs> I read comics. Uh, it's, uh, the same name as the woman... Have you ever watched Supergirl? It's Mm-mm. Danvers. No, that's Captain Marvel. Oh. That, who are we talking about? Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel. Oh, sorry. different... Her current iteration is, uh, um, Middle Eastern Girl. It's very good. <gasps> I love that! It's very cute. I literally, like, Kennedy. love that in this, like... There are superheroes and, like, vigilantes of every kind. Yeah. This, yeah, no, uh, April does a really good job about bringing diversity in the world and not making it seem forced. No, exactly. It's just, like, here's a superhero who isn't white. Here's one that's trans. Here's Mm. one that's a robot. It's just a thing that happens because that's what happens in the world. People just exist. People exist. That's how it is. Unless it's that one convenience store guy and they have to make him Indian for whatever reason. This is a sunset on the book, but it's like a subtle trans flag, sort of. <gasps> Stop. Is it? 
I mean, it's like light blue and light pink. I love that. It's a little bit too orangey, but like I'm going to say that it is because I want it to be. I love that. And it um, goes right through the middle like the trans flag does. Stop. Oh I love my it. God. Um, also, April Daniels. Is it? April Daniels, okay. the author, yes. Um, she is trans herself, I believe. She is. Yes. She, her Twitter is so cute. I followed her today, and I was like, oh my gosh, hello. I'm looking, I looked it up because it's bothering me. The current Miss Marvel is uh, named Kamala Khan, and she is great, and everyone should read that comic. It's very cute. She's very cute. But also, I'm trying to find a picture to show you. Mm-hmm. Like. Oh my gosh. Wait. She's very cute. Um, I love her cape. <laughs> You know I'm into capes. Also, her outfit is really great. I love a cape. Yes. I like that. You know, it's funny. The way that they describe Danny's superhero outfit is never one that is, like, described to be, like, super sexy. Because it would also be really weird for a 15-year-old girl, right. in my opinion, to be in an outfit like that that was given to her. The outfit was given to her. It's very much, yeah, no, it's definitely, like, explicitly been, like, this is a bodysuit that is meant to, like, help, like, help you in fighting. It's, like, armor. It's skin tight because that's more aerodynamic. And it also helps you blend in with the night sky as well, which I thought was really cool. Well, there's a really cool mechanic where they, the superheroes don't want her to pick a color for her uniform yet until she's, like, officially decided to join them. Mm -hmm. So she has the ability to change the colors of her uniform. So she, like, goes through different, a few different iterations, but, like, the neutral one is, like, basically just camo. Yeah. Because it blends into, like, the... It's, like, a gray camo. Yeah. Which is I thought was a really cool mechanic. The universe building in this book is... For a book that is only 200... What? 81 pages? Mm-hmm. Is literally astounding. Mm-hmm. Because it's subtle and it's not overdone to the point where it's like, okay, we got it. It's literally, like, when it's needed, it's done. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was done really well. Mm-hmm. Especially for, like, a like a science fiction-y book. Yeah. Um, well, it doesn't do... It It relies on the reader to understand, like, the basics of a superhero mm-hmm. narrative. Like, we're so... Like, everything is so saturated with Marvel now. Like, yep. you kind of have to... You don't have to have, like, a full knowledge of, like, everything that's happening, but um, you... Like, everyone kind of has a basic idea of, like, how superheroes work. Yeah. Like, the absolute minimum basic idea. So... I think April does a really good job of relying on people having that base knowledge, but then building her world out of it. So she doesn't need to explain what a metahuman is. She doesn't need to explain that, Mm -hmm. but she explains, like, what specifically, how metahumans interact with the world that she's built. Yeah, which is, I think, really well done. I'm really excited to read the second book. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm imagining Dreadnought's outfit to kind of look like this. Yeah. Just maybe not with, like, the, the shirt dress situation. Yeah. But I, like, really, I like this character Well, she also is, like, a young young teen, mm-hmm. so her um, costume is very, like, flattering for her, and mm-hmm. also, but, um, and, like, practical, but she's not sexualized, because yeah. she's pretty young, I think. Which I, I never really noticed as a kid that, like, that would hap- like, happen to, like, young superheroes. Like, I think of Starfire now. Mm-hmm. Like, her outfits are, like, wildly sexual mm-hmm. in a lot of her iterations. And some of them aren't. Like, she'll have, like, a go-go kind of, like, style skirt and, like, a yeah. bra top. 
I'm like, that's not crazy, but it's also like a young alien girl. So it's not like, and she doesn't necessarily, I guess, get it all the time because she's still learning like what it's like to live on earth. Right. But I like that, uh, Danny's outfit isn't just like, and here's a titty window. I love a good titty window. Though. I mean, I like a titty window. I like an updraft. Like, no. I love a crop top now. Power crop girl all is tops. My number one, babe. No more tops, only cropped tops. Listen, crop top 2019, <laughs> more people in crop tops. Yes. Full stop. Full Everyone un- wear crop tops. Full under tit. I'm running on this platform. <laughs> we have to get in the fight. <laughs> to quote Elizabeth Warren. Crop tops. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add, Ben? I forgot I'm Ben. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Shadow? Do you have anything to add? Wait, let me see. If I Please make her squeak. Me. Squeak. Squeeze a little. Oh. Just a little. I wouldn't say that. She hates that. No. Shadow. She's not. I can't get my cat to squeak for you guys. <laughs> a little squeak. Hello. Oh. oh, poor baby. I'm holding her like a baby. We're being she very gentle with her. It. <laughs> She's like, her eyes are so big right now. <laughs> it's just too hot. It's so hot in this room. Mm-hmm. We had to turn the air conditioner off for this. Oh my God. Stop being so aggressive. <laughs> I'm so warm. I'm so sweaty. That's okay. <laughs> Same bitch. <laughs> I sat on uh, my <laughs> beautiful co-host's stoop today for four hours, um, which is not her fault. <laughs> it's not her fault. I left work very early today and I just happened to get here early because I had plans that got canceled. So I got here a little bit early. <sighs> And Sophie didn't realize that I was sitting here waiting for her. I really didn't think you were here for that long. <laughs> I really okay. thought I was going to come into the house and you were going to be like sitting in the air conditioning, nice and comfortable, half naked as TV. I usually do. Yeah, pants <laughs> off, on the couch, feet up, whatever. You know, <laughs> we're used to it. Again, like so, yeah, I'm, I'm truly actually doing that. Pants right now. off, feet down. I'm but Porky similar. Pig in it with a pair of socks on though. Ooh. Yeah. Porky Pig right? doesn't wear underwear. I mm. Donald Duck. No, no, no. Nope, st- no one has pants on. <laughs> You look like a professional wrestler is what's happening. Thank you. I you just need knee pads. I can get those. Um, <laughs> all right, so... We're going off track, so I think that means the episode's over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, uh, thank you so much for listening to Superlit. My name is Brendan Patrick. What's everyone's names? I'm Sophie. Great. I'm Ben now. <laughs> <laughs> ben 10. You're a superhero now. You're... Um, ben 11. <gasps> Fuck. That wasn't a show. But I'm better than Ben 10. Ten is the highest. What? His last name was Tennyson. It's Ben oh, Ten. My last name is Levinson. Leave no, it's love. not. What? <laughs> oh my god! All right. Thank you so much for listening to Superlit and our travel. We love you. Bye. Cue the exit music. <laughs> <laughs>